Hello and welcome to the Bikes of Issues, the Five Miles Powerful Comic Book Podcast where two comic fans and two non-comic fans talk about controversial comic books and comic book history. I'm Sly. I'm Ryan. I'm Phil. And I'm Daryl. And I pulled everyone into the spiral with me for this episode for Junji-tober! <laughs> yes! Because this is the third October in a row that we've done a Junji Ito story. And usually we do it with... Other stuff, like the first time it was part of a whole horror manga short story collection. Mm-hmm. Last year we did Gyo and Sabrina. But this year we're doing such a massive Junji Ito book that I think we're going to spend the whole month on it. Was was Amigara Fault two years ago? Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. I am, I'm <laughs> caught in the spiral. <laughs> <laughs> so in case you don't know, like you're like, why they keep talking about spirals. Uh, the book we're reading is Uzumaki, which was... Written in a like a serial format, it appeared weekly in Big Comic Spirits from 1998 to 1999. And Uzumaki is Japanese for spiral. And this yeah. book is literally all about spirals in a I, town. You know, I only knew that was a spiral because of Naruto. Because his name is Uzumaki <laughs> oh. and he has all the oh, spirals yeah. on him. <laughs> the best way I could sum God it up damn. is I told one of our listeners, L that we, I was reading Uzumaki and she goes... Wait, is that the spiral one? And I was like, yeah. And she goes, I think I'm going to skip these episodes because I read the first chapter and I was like, nope, 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 not for me. <laughs> yeah, so just uh, just to give a little backstory on like the thought process, um, Uzumaki, uh, was, was the original premise by Jujito was to have stories based on people living in a traditional uh, Japanese terraced house based on the, the house that Jujito grew up in. But he got uh, inspired by the shape of a mosquito coil and he decided to make the uh, what if the building was shaped in a spiral pattern, and uh, then he started thinking about the spiral pattern and like uh, how it appears in, in random places uh, throughout throughout like life in general. Mm-hmm. And oh, so could... this is gonna be like a manga like Gurren Lagann, right? It's spiral power. <laughs> yes, and that's yeah. that's exactly what I was about to bring because it's actually an inversion on traditional uh, ja- uh, Japanese tropes on on the spiral because spiral is usually a good trope in uh, yeah. Japanese culture uh, from stuff like Gurren Lagann. Uh, it's the idea of infinity. Naruto. Uh, yeah. Naruto. Well, Naruto was like a curse, but um, <laughs> it was power. It was still power, though. Yeah, and, and like usually, it's like uh, you draw spirals on kids' cheek to show warmth. It's like a way to show warmth and kindness in characters. So he said, like, what if I corrupted that imagery and made a spiral into a hor- horrific thing? And mm-hmm. it is, it is horrific. This is yeah. one of the most horrific things I've ever read. Yeah. So I'm like a baby when it comes to horror. Like I like get so scared from everything. And usually I don't really like horror very much, but before we really get into it, I just want to say I really, I think Junji Ito is like one of my favorite creators now. I, I definitely agree. Like I read this and I was like, I've never really enjoyed horror that much. Yeah. Like, it's same. like these, these, dro- these big page drawings are like the creepiest things I've ever seen. Like I, I, I loved Amigara Fault too, and I didn't read Yo, but mm-hmm. uh, I just... I was really. Gyo, I stop Gyo's funny because it starts really terrifying and then it gets like really weird at the end. Where Uzumaki gets weird, but I still felt like like I had to take a break because I read this yesterday and I got halfway through and I was like, I gotta like walk away from this for a little bit because mm-hmm. I am like getting I'm pulled just, into like, the spiral, uncomfortable <laughs> the yeah. whole time. And okay, you guys are gonna make fun of me, but I I bought the hardcover for this and Gyo yesterday. And I was like, I know where I could put them. And I put them in my room. And no joke, this morning I was like, I think I'm going to put this in a room where I don't sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't want it taking up. (laughs) Yeah, it's just like, because I just kept looking at it. And I was like, there's something about Ito's art that is so engrossing. And that's like, uh, going back to Elle's comment about like that she's going to skip it. I think a real shame about this and talking about Ito's work is that you don't get to see the art. And that's, that's with like every divisive issues thing where when we talk mm-hmm. about it it's like it's really important to read it so that you can see it but especially in horror a lot of it rests not on like the plot or character interactions but it's on like the the when something terrible happens and Ito takes like a full page to show you it's like this is how bad it gets it's like that's we we can't capture how truly awful it gets. In one of the afterwards, Ito talks about how why he loves spirals so much because it automatically draws your eye to spiral around and follow the path until you get to the center. Mm-hmm. So he uses spirals in his art throughout the book to consistently tell you where to look, but in a way that like you look 
you kind of approach it from the side. So you see like the horrifying thing in your peripheral at first and then you spiral towards it. And like, I don't know how effective that is every single page, but yeah. I know like just the way as I was turning pages and looking through it, it's like, cause we've even talked about it last episode with identity crisis where there's like, you turn the page and it's all white and it's like, you know, like this reveal, but the way he does reveals in this book are like, Nothing I've ever seen, I think. I also think uh, it is a shame that, like, because I do think uh, Jinju Ito is an, like a 10 out of 10 uh, artist, and I think, mm-hmm. like, his just his writing alone doesn't sh- signify his greatness. So we'll describe some mm-hmm. stuff, it might sound silly. Like, the, the creepiest, and sometimes it is. <laughs> yeah, and, and the, the creepiest part of the, this, this uh, story for me will probably sound the silliest um, to oh, yeah. an, an outside yeah. listener. And, like, I do think that Jinju Ito's, like, character work and some of his writings, like, I think, like, some of his dialogue is very blunt. Like, a character literally says, I am becoming a recluse now. Like, <laughs> like, like, like and some characters, they're just, I'm, I'm, I'm the reporter. Like, the profession is how you would describe them. Like, there's not much to the characters. Yep. But it's really the art that and really uh, Yeah, uh, a lot of the... his characters, too, are just people that things happen to, and that's kind of their thing. It's just, like, I'm just a person that, like, like, the main character in this story uh, literally, she's there to witness these events, and that's it. She's not there to, yes. like, necessarily yeah. stop them. Or she tries to, like, change some things, but she's mostly there just so Ito can draw what she sees. And yes. they do the traditional horror trope that... But this is maybe the only thing I didn't like about it, is when you have the two main characters hanging out and bad mm-hmm. things are about to happen, a random person always comes in and gets killed by the random thing yes. so, that, so that they can witness it. And it's like, every time they're the only survivors of the thing... And it's like it's a very horror, like horror trope thing that you're like, oh, I can watch the horrible thing happen to this person who happened to look like me, so they got taken instead or whatever. That's what? something I, I, I usually uh, dislike because uh, I think it's important for horror to have really well developed characters and to feel uh, that the uh, every character has a possibility of dying yeah, at any stakes. point. Yeah, but I think the the, uh, the art uh, uh, the, uh, negates most of the flaws. In yeah, the which, which I agree yeah. with you there too. Where it's just like because even some crazy things are going to happen to the main characters, and they are still fine. Yeah, yeah. but it's like it's still like kind of okay because you've grown attached to them, and you kind of just want to see how deep this spiral goes. Yeah, and so you don't one thing so too. Now I know that like I don't know horror very well, so I don't know how common this is. But in a lot of the horror I've experienced, I feel like there is a lot of, like, violence against women. And the thing that I really liked about this book is I feel like it never felt like the main character was... Yeah, she was mostly there to witness it, Mm -hmm. but I felt like she was still, like... She wasn't necessarily, like, always being, like... I don't know how to put it. I just felt like there was things that I was expecting to go in a cliched way as far as, like sexualization or like violence towards her in some of the chapters that it never got there and I was like really happy with that she gets brutalized less than the men probably and there's also scenes where like a bunch of men approach her and I'm like oh I've seen this scene a million times but it's that the whole like sexual violence that I see or the threat of sexual violence that I see in a lot of horror is completely absent from this book it's because (laughs) it doesn't fit in with spirals they're like (laughs) they don't they don't they don't want her body they want to spiral her yeah she 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 basically she basically fills the role of the 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 male protagonist from Gyo maybe to a less stoic degree but uh, and it's, it's kind of funny because her like the love interest she's paired with this guy it yeah. fills somewhat of the role of like uh, the love interest from Gyo where just terrible things are happening to them and you're like this person's living the worst life possible. Yeah, I, I think this one has a better balance because I do think her boyfriend yeah. uh, Suichi is uh, is I, I I thought he was my favorite character because like he is like a damaged character through all the events mm-hmm. that happens to him, but yeah. he's very important to saving the protagonist's main points and like directing her. Yeah, and but it felt to me it felt like them as a pair yes. were like exploring this yeah, world yeah, sure. and I feel like I don't see that a whole lot especially when it's like these are the sole survivors like you see that a lot you know I've, I've seen that story a lot but I, I felt like this was much more balanced and much I don't want to say like progressive because I wouldn't call her like a feminist character no it's not but she's in some what they do of women later on <laughs> yeah but like I, I felt like it was it was it didn't go in a lot of directions I was bracing myself for it to go, and mm-hmm. I definitely, like, commended it for that. Yeah. All right, so getting into this story, what I've, this... I've stalled as long as I can. <laughs> what this story is, is it's about this just this town and these events that happened to this town, and the town's uh, Kurosu, and uh, Kairisa High School are there, of course, 
and her boyfriend Sh- uh, Shuichi is he um, goes to another school in like a neighboring town. And basically, like, this town's got, like, a lot of weird things. Like, there's uh, sirens that go off, like, uh, warnings that drill into your ears. And then there's just whirlwinds that go down the streets. <laughs> and Shuichi wants her to come with him and pretty much leave the town. Because he's like, something's wrong with this town. Yeah. yeah. And the story opens with her seeing Shuichi's father, who's just looking at a wall. And he's like, look, there's a spiral pattern on this wall. And she's like... A, a yeah. wall in the alley, by the way. Like, she's walking by an alley, and this guy's, like, seeing the alley. In the, and he the doesn't corner. actually say anything. He's just staring at this spiral shape. Yeah. 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 And she's <laughs> like, that's fucking weird. One of the things <laughs> I wanted to know about you guys is when Shuichi's like, we gotta get out of this town. Something's wrong with it. Did you ever anticipate the direction this book no. goes in? <laughs> no, but he, he pushes for it so much, and I'm like, it took her way too long to ever... Like, <laughs> keep, the whole time, Kyrie's like... Uh, you know, it's not that weird. Just all this crazy shit. Like, uh, it's my town. It's like at a certain point, I'd be like, I'm fucking moving. Well, I, I feel like there's an implication here yeah. that it's Later always on, they... been pretty weird. Yes. Yeah. Which is why there's the siren and the whirlwinds and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And later on, they really do say why. Later on, they do, but I feel like uh, things are escalating way more than they should have tolerated before she tried. I know, to I escape. know. Yeah, there were times that I'm like, "Why the fuck are you still here?" <laughs> and also, I yeah. and to clarify, uh, this is, in the beginning, this is more like a short story format where mm-hmm. it goes from story to story, showing all these different weird encounters, spirals. It really doesn't going... become overarching until like the second half. Yes, even exactly. the, even like the very last, it's like the last part of the second half too. It's like yeah. mostly. Yeah. Each ep- each chapter is a sp- its own story. A different spiral event. Yeah, and yeah. that's one thing that I, I really really liked about it is because this concept of a spiral seems so simple, but yeah. he uses so, it like, in benign. so many different ways. Yep. I also think it plays up to Shuji uh, Ichiro's uh, uh, strengths because he always has like really cool concepts, and in this way he's able to introduce a new one every chapter uh, and just have it come full circle by the end of that story. And yeah, like, well, whereas like we re- saw like Gyo was really stretching with the fish walking on land yeah. concept to the point where it's getting really silly at the end. Uh, not enough fort-powered monsters in this one, I think. <laughs> yeah. Whereas yeah. he does a lot more like spiral work. Like for instance, um, so Shuichi's father, after uh, Shuichi tells Kairi, it's like, we need to leave because this town, he says, is contaminated with spirals. And he's 100% right. Um, but she's like you're crazy what are you talking about that's what i love is he just he's never like wrong about this in this book as he looks he starts to look like more and more crazy as he gets like darker and darker eyes and sleeps less this poor guy yeah. but shuichi's father goes to see Kairi's father who's a potter and he's like you need to make things with a, a spiral shape yes like it's beautiful it's beautiful art and his her dad's like oh well, okay i guess so and it, that's what you want. <laughs> yeah, it cuts to like his room, and there's just oh, he has a bunch of like spiral fabrics and dad's room. objects. Yeah, Shuichi's yeah, father. It's, it's a real like evidence dungeon kind of like he's just got a bunch of shit pinned up on the walls yeah, and he, springs. He's from spinning the his soup so it makes a spiral. He spins the bathtub so it makes yeah. all the water makes a spiral, and he sits you get in to it. see his butt. That's good. He gets really upset because his he's. His, the wife makes him soup, and he's like, I can't eat without those spiral patterned fish cakes. And then yeah. he stirs the soup, and he's like, okay. <laughs> I, I love in the bathroom tub scene, because they show you, like uh, Ryan suggests, they show you getting naked and getting to the tub and making a whirlpool and sitting in the tub. <laughs> but I like it because when, he, when uh, Shuichi explains this to uh, uh, Kiri, uh, he, she starts laughing. He's like, I know it sounds funny, but it's fucking weird. Like, my dad's fucking going crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah. Which is the theme of this book. I know it sounds funny, but it's fucking weird. Yeah. And, like, she's like, you're just you're just overreacting. And he's like, fine, come over for dinner. See what a fucking maniac my dad is. Yeah, and it's good evidence because she comes over and he's fighting with... Uh, she, his father's fighting with his wife because she threw out all of his spirals. Yeah. And she says, like, you have to wake up. You have to go to work. Because he stopped going to work when he... Yeah, yeah he always like spirals all day. So he tells it's almost her, as if his life is spiraling out of control. Oh my God. And then this is where I, this scene was when I was like, "What the fuck?" Because he's like, he's like, you know what? I don't need to collect them. I can, yep. you can express the spiral through your own body. And he pulls off his glasses and he starts having his eyes just roll around in different directions separately to like spiral around. <laughs> yeah. And it is the creepiest shit I've ever seen. And that's when Kiri stops laughing and she's like, "You're right. This is fucking weird." And he, he's laughing with his eyes rolling around in different directions. Yeah. yeah, so then uh, Kyrie goes and she brings over the, the pottery that the dad made, and but the Shuichi's dad doesn't want it because he's like, no, like you can make spirals with your own body. So, for instance, he sticks out his tongue and he rolls his tongue up 
into like it gets like really long yeah it becomes yeah. like a fucking like a serpent's tongue like in uh... yeah and then she she runs away just past this guy that brings in something and we don't know what it is but we find out later because uh it cuts to her father uh shuichi's father being cremated at a funeral and he's like do you want to know how my father died and he has to tell her because they told everyone he fell down the stairs yeah but when uh kairi i mean shuichi and his mother they had gone to a hospital because they wanted to take him there and when they came back to go see him all they found was this giant wooden like circular crate thing Mm -hmm. and when they open it it looks like a thinner barrel yeah and when they open it up he has spiraled himself inside of it like he got inside of it but he like curled up like 20 times in yeah. circles. It doesn't even look like a, a body anymore. It just looks like uh, a, a, a long spiral with fleshy human parts. Like uh, Yeah, like you can notice yeah. his feet and his head and, and his uh, chest and hands. And it's a full double page of them seeing this. And this is the scene when our dear listener L was like, nope, <laughs> think I'm good with this whole thing. Yeah. This is just the start of people really embracing the spiral too. Yeah, because this messed me up when I first read it and rereading and I'm like, oh, this is nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's a really disgusting thing. His tongue is sticking out. His eyes are bulging. And yeah. he, the seeing the human body like broken and like sp- spiraled like that is just so <laughs> terrible. It's just like elongated man in identity crisis. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and to boot, uh, as after they t- they, t- they tell the story, uh, they find out by, by looking up ahead that the the smoke from the cremation has created a spiral in the sky too. Yeah, mm-hmm. so the, yes. the black smoke of the father is creating this huge black spiral in the sky, and then starts swirling down towards the water at the beginning of chapter two. It, it creates yeah. like a face of the father, and out of his mouth, like his tongue, starts spiraling down into Dragonfly Pond, which is a yeah pond in the middle of town which is keeps reappearing and the, 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 his wife uh, starts screaming like oh it's him get away from me everyone mm-hmm. thinks she's going crazy like thinking she sees the father in the smoke yeah she starts screaming then she starts laughing and then she has to be taken to a hospital and she sees people like the nurse has a bun in her hair that spirals around so she's like get get the nurse away from me she can't have any kind of like spirals in the room and she freaks out so much she looks at her hands for she cuts and... off her hair then she looks at her oh hands. Yeah, yeah yeah she cuts off her hair because she wants to get all the, the spirals out and she looks at her hands and the fingerprints kind of have a spiral pattern too so oh she takes God. scissors and she cuts off the tips of her fingers and toes and she's the Shuichi explains like every time she sees a spiral, she sees that image of like the father just being like spiraled in that thing. She sees that body, but and and but in this uh, fake image uh, in her mind is he's alive talking to her, saying, "Join me in the spiral." So she gets like yeah. really phobic around it of it, and then she sees psychologists and stuff, and they're like, yeah. "Hey, uh, you're still afraid of spirals? Maybe you should go to the psychiatric ward." And Shuichi notices by looking at this anatomy chart on the wall. <laughs> he gets, he's shocked to see that in the human ear, uh, the cochlea is a spiral inside the yeah. inner ear canal. And, and, he, and, he, and he's worried that his mom is going to find out that she, she has spirals inside of her. Yeah, so he wheels her out, and the the rest of the chapter is like her hearing the the sirens from the the like loudspeakers throughout town, and she's like, "It's it pierces through my ears," and he's looking nervously, like, "I hope she doesn't realize." And then other things like. Uh, one night a centipede tries this to crawl. fucking this like fucked me up, man. It tries to crawl into her ear as she's sleeping, and when she looks at it, it it spiral it curls up into a spiral, and it has her husband's head, and he's saying, "Come join me in the spiral. You still have spirals in your body. I want to." Yeah, he says like, ears. "I want to go to your ears because your ears have spirals in them." So they're lying to you. Uh, you have ears, in, you have spirals in your ears. I want to go inside them because there's spirals in there. And she and she's like freaking out the next day, like, "Oh, are the spirals inside? Spirals inside my ears? Like, what the fuck's going?" on and they, they like have to hide the doctor's chart that yeah she's that like copy. just tell me this is done she's like let me go look at the anatomy chart and they're like no no you can't and then he's like oh i i uh i threw it out you know it was old i've never heard of spirals in the ears and she's like i, I fucking know i fucking know it it's like this really like drawn out because like as the reader you're like oh my she's gonna have to find them eventually that she has yeah. spirals in her ears and her iv back like the, the drip it starts to like um the fluid starts to spin around and it forms her husband's face again. And he's like, there are spirals in your ears. So she's like, okay. And she takes a knife. He's like, okay. <laughs> she's not like, okay. She's just screaming and freaking <laughs> she out. takes scissors out of her drawer. Yeah, she takes the scissors out of her drawer and she says, I'll get them out. And it cuts away before she jams them into her ears. But it has like such a good horror twist of what happened is she jabbed them into her ears to get them out. But she not only destroyed her sense of hearing but she destroyed her sense of balance too. So she's in a constant state of vertigo and spinning around. 
while yes. wrapped in bandages. So, so as she's di- as, she, as she's dying, she's saying, "I don't want to become a spy. I don't want to become a spy." So she's like, in her mind, she's swirling, and like that's, that's why I talk about like things coming full circle at the end of the story because, like, like Daryl said, uh, she was a face barrels, and now. Uh, her worst fear became even more uh, true because of her fear. Like uh, she, now she's not constantly... only does she have the vertigo, and then as she dies, and they cremate her body, she also becomes a spiral in the sky. So she becomes a spiral yeah. in both ways. Like she, her <laughs> last experience as a human is her body is covered in spirals, and then her smoke creates <laughs> oh <my> spirals. <laughs> I w- I do want to thank Ito for not showing us her stabbing herself <laughs> yes. here because this is maybe the only like. Mercy he shows the audience. What? I someday we need to read the guy that uh, Ito was inspired by, Umezu, oh. who we read like one of the ghost stories back when we did the oh, October yeah. thing. Is that the one with the heart? Again, the first story yeah. I read was of like the this things emerging from a girl's eye, and this guy like draws all of it, which is why I was like, man, I kind of want to see that because there's such like gnarly, grotesque drawings. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> I'm good. Next yeah. next year. <laughs> yeah oh i'm i'm busy that month because guys. That, that's been the most messed up story i think i've read horror wise it's there's so many crazy things that happen in daryl <laughs> daryl this is my lifeblood give me the spiral there are spirals in my head we're gonna find daryl in a press just like mushed himself yeah. into a spiral one day oh man um so chapter three yeah, it takes a different turn, and it's about this girl that shows up in uh, Kyrie's class, who she has a scar like above her head that she hides with her bangs. It's like a crescent moon shape, and she says that it has like the power to draw in boys that she likes. That's what everyone everyone says about her. So basically, all the guys love her, and all the girls hate her because they, like all the guys love her. Yeah, because she takes boyfriends from people and stuff. Yeah, basically, they give her, like, origin story where she was, like, yeah. trying to impress a boy in elementary school. She falls on the monkey bars, gets a small scar on her forehead, and then, like, since then, like, she became friends with that boy. And since then, she just, like, gets boys to fall in love with her, and then she, like, breaks up with them. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, this, so the girls, the other girls claim that she had this crescent scar on her forehead gives her the magic power. But she said, no, it's just a, it's just a crescent scar, but for a reason, like, I've just been lucky with boys ever since. Yeah, and then she's like, oh, Kyrie." You're supposed to be going to see your boyfriend because um, one of the things I like in this story is it like all these stories are kind of unrelated for the most part until the end. But there is a kind of through line to how they're connected, like how the first story of the dad led to the mom. And now Kyrie has to go see Shuichi because he's not like he's just staying home and he's not eating because both of his parents parents just fucking died like in a week. Yeah. Yeah, So Kyrie goes to give him lunch every day. The nice anime girlfriend thing to do. And then uh, this girl decides to go with Kyrie, and she's like, "I want to see your boyfriend." And Kyrie thinks, "Like, don't steal my boyfriend." Yeah, why does yeah. she just say, "No, don't, you can't." <laughs> she has to be polite. Well, she says no a couple times, but she keeps insisting. Yeah, yeah. I want every boy ever. Fuck you. So Kyrie. they go inside, and like he has no lights on. There's like it. it his face is overcast, and he's just like, "Hey." And as soon as he sees this girl, he does not like her because he knows there's spirals. There's spirals somewhere around her dealing with her. He just, he can't trust her. Yeah, he says there's something mesmerizing about her. It's like looking down from a high place, like vertigo. It's like looking into a spiral. Yeah. You have to watch out. She's a spiral. Look out, she's a spiral. Kiri's like, you're fucking crazy. So he's terrified of this, and she shows up at his house late one night, and she's like, like, what is happening? Like, you're the first guy that's ever been, like, disgusted by me. And she's like, how can you reject me? Like, how? And he's like, it's your forehead. And she looks in a mirror, and her crescent has slowly formed into a spiral. And she's like, I, I don't, I have no idea what this is. And she slowly starts getting really consumed by the fact that he's not liking her. And she keeps going to his door and, like, knocking on it and being like, Yeah, well, she says, like, please, I've never felt this way before. All the boys I knew couldn't stop thinking about me. But now I know what it feels like. I can't stop thinking about you. You know, like, she she wants what she can't have. And Kyrie finally is like, I don't want you visiting him anymore. (laughs) This is the the line I draw. And she's like, fuck you. He's my boy. He's going to be my boyfriend. Fuck you. And then one of the whirlwinds that just randomly goes through the streets and the the town like it goes by and it blows up her bangs and her the spiral in her head has gone into like a concave spiral through her skull like it doesn't yeah. show like brain or bone it just like her face spirals inwards into like this uh wound this cavity 
It's one yeah. of those images that, like, Ito does such a good job at showing that it's 3D, mm-hmm. but you can't, like, it still doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's what makes it so unnerving is because, like, the image itself doesn't, it's not possible. Yeah, some of the best horror is, like, the really unexplainable, like, you just can't yeah. even describe it. That's why people love, like, uh, Lovecraft. Yeah. 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 And, but I should mention, Yujito said he was inspired by Lovecraft when he wrote mm-hmm. this. Uh, that's makes sense. This is a very, like, Lovecraftian story at its core. So then another guy goes and he's like, please, t- he starts talking to this girl with a spiral in her head. And he's like, please go out with me. Like, I- I'm drawn to you. I can't get away from you. So, yeah. So this guy says, I need to talk to your girlfriend, to Suichu. Uh, mm-hmm. Meet me at this place. And then he, so Suichu calls Kairi and he's like, oh, come meet me here. I don't know what's going on. And this was all the plan from the girl, Azami, because she told this boy, I love Suichu, bring him here and I'll go out with you. Yeah. So mm-hmm. all four of these people meet in this one spot in the middle of the night. Yeah, and before they do so, Kyrie goes and see- she sees the girl and she takes she's wearing a hat and she takes it off and the spiral. I mean, we, should, has... we, should, we should clarify, well, Kiri thought the first time she saw the concave thing, it was just her imagination. Like that can't be true. It's bullshit. Mm-hmm. But now when she takes off her hat, the concave, like, Kate, the the wound has now covered, like, a fourth of her head. It's, like, drilled it's, all the way to the back of her head. Is like Yeah, and it's so there. big, it shows, like, her bare eyeball sitting there. And then, you know, it has four panels of the eyeball spiraling around to the center and disappearing. Which, again, is, like, one of the great, like, what I love about some of his stuff where it's so, like, ludicrous but really grotesque at the same time. Yeah. Of this girl, and she, because she's just sitting there, like staring kind of blankly, being like, it, "It's big, isn't it?" Like the wound. And then when she finally meet, uh, gets up to Shuichi, her whole face down to like her mouth has been covered by the spiral. And they do like a side profile thing, and it literally is like a, a, a part of her face is just like her part of her head is just gone. Uh, she looks like great DC villain Adamanapia. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's almost from like the jaw upwards of the skull is just gone. Yeah. And then the guy that's interested in her reaches his hands forward. And he's like, is that bone? And when he goes to touch her wound, he starts getting sucked into her head. And there's yeah. just like this image of him, like his two legs sticking out as he goes sucked down into her face and her body. Well, like Kyrie and Shuichi, Shuichi goes up into a tree to get away because he's like, this is like, we got to get out of here. Yeah. And they pretty much just watch as she slowly gets consumed, like... By the she spiral. sucks herself inside, like her body yeah. is going inside her. Yeah, like her out. arm breaks off and sucks into her wound as it covers down to her chest and then her stomach, and then she's just gone. And that's that one. That's that story. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, a bunch of other people, like some other people that end up uh, dying in Kurosu, this town, they get cremated too. But the same thing keeps happening, where all of the ash in the air and the dust starts swirling down into the lake. So I have a question. Is cremation like the standard in Japan? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And I was just curious. <laughs> Figured a bunch of weebs would know. So how <laughs> how this is related is because uh, this story is about Kyrie's dad, who if you remember, he was a potter. And he's staring at the kiln one night and he's like, Wow, this is it just shows him looking through like uh into a little window into the kiln and he's like something is going on in here like he looks really freaked out by it but he doesn't want like his wife to come over and look he's like don't just go back to the house go go away and then it it cuts to an art show where he has all these art pieces that have it looks like a bunch of art it looks like because he's a potter like it's all this these clay pieces that look like they are like droopy and melting Mm -hmm. and on the patterning on all of them is these spirals and the people watching are like Oh, it's like the firing effect, which happens in pottery sometimes, but I've never seen it make spirals before. And he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm using a new type of clay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and people are at the show are like, these are really interesting, but no one buys them because they're too freaky to buy. Yeah, and the dad's like grousing about this at home. He's like, they don't know art when they see it. And it, Kyrie's and like, Kyrie's, you know, her little, Kyrie's little brother yeah. is like, hey, there's a face on this one. Yeah. And it, in all the spirals, it's the face of Shuichi's dad and mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they notice there's other faces of people that look like they were people that had uh, recently died in the town. Uh, they invite Shuichi over for dinner because he becomes such a recluse. And mom's like, oh, bring him over. We'll have a healthy meal once in a while. And, yeah, uh, he's literally like struggling against Kyrie. She's pulling well, him to the house. It's because he's like, "You live next to Dragonfly Pond. I don't want to go there." Yeah, yeah, he says it. The I, pond is infested with spirals. 
and she she brings him over and they have spaghetti and you're like oh maybe like the spaghetti will be spirals or something but it's not is, is it spaghetti or is it just noodles do they have I think spaghetti it's just, noodles. oh it's noodles oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <They> don't <have laughs> i don't think spaghetti in japan <laughs> but he like he like really goes to town he's like yeah. eating like crazy yeah and then uh, yeah as he eats to the bottom and it's that fucking shitty spirally droopy plate and, and they're like what the fuck why'd you give him this as to eat off yeah and the dad's and he's like, like it was a special occasion i wanted him to like enjoy the art and stuff but they actually because i said the same thing where i was like why would they give him this but her dad raised a valid point he's like i thought he would really appreciate it his dad loved spirally ceramics he yeah. ordered that special one yeah so they 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 reveal that the dad's new clay is the clay from Dragonfly Pond, yeah. which is where all the cremation spirals have been which going Which is where into. the ash from the cremation spirals down into. So they basically made him eat a plate made from his mom and dad. Yeah. So he, he runs out of the house because he's, like, disgusted by this. He's about, he's about to puke, like, like literally. Yeah. Not just like, oh, yeah. this, I, I'm revolted by this. He's like, literally, I am disgusted. Like, no. <laughs> I like that Kyrie has to explain to her parents, it's like, that clay might be made of dead people. And her mom's like, but dear, like, it's so rude to run out while someone's feeding you. <laughs> <laughs> and, that's, and she goes and sees her dad, like, yeah. coming out of the lake with more It's a clay. great scene of her staring out into the water. And the dad goes to get the clay, but it's not just, like, him going out and taking the stuff at the edge of the pond. It's him going, submersing himself, like, walking down into the water. Like and, a fucking like a uh, like Christian Black Lagoon. Yeah, yeah, and what's great too it's is like it shows the father doing pottery after this, and it's even like pottery like uh, what do they call those things? Uh, what the, the things you spin? The, the, yeah, the spinning thing. And uh, pottery. pot spirals. I think spinning plate. Yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> the thing they do in ghosts where they have the hand scene. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Like even pottery is a spirally activity. Like it's called spinning when you are spinning. Yeah, that's the pot, what I mean. Right? Is there's so many little things that involve spirals in this book that like he never he doesn't really reuse ideas often. It's yeah. constantly reinventing itself as uh, different ways to look at. Because Ryan, spirals are everywhere. This yeah, is what I he's know. been trying to tell us. But it's interesting and good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree with you like i love how much like he keeps coming back to this concept but you're never like like this is i mean there are some times where it's like this is kind of silly but it's some of the stuff that like it, it's still pretty neat like for instance um so he he spins all the pottery and everything looks normal nothing looks weird or warped or has spirals it's when he goes and he puts it in the kiln for it to harden that that's when it happens and Kyrie goes to visit him one night and he's he's like asleep laying down and she stares through the window and inside is like all the pottery but it's actually just like a whole bunch of faces and out of their mouths are like all spiraling stuff and they're all and they're all screaming saying it's around fire help us and yeah. it's like it, it really is like a hellscape picture like it's a full page of just these tentacles and mouths and screaming faces mm -hmm. and spirals all just screaming the heat help and even the fire is spiraling around them. Yeah, and Shuichi's own parents are in there saying, "Shuichi, help me, please." Just I, the the idea that he's going for here is that it's like torturing their souls. Yeah, yeah. So Kairi starts hearing it. Like she go, she tries to go to bed, but she can hear them screaming all the time. And then Shuichi calls her to see what's up, and then he starts hearing it through the phone. And it's like something's wrong, and so he books it from his house, and he goes over to her house. Yeah, because the screaming apparently once she looks in, like it like permeates like their minds. Like it's yeah, like she didn't hear, hear it. it from before, but now she can't stop hearing it. And even he can hear it mm -hmm. yeah. through the phone, like like Daryl said. And he yeah, he runs in and he's like, "It's my fucking mom and dad screaming." Yeah, and yep. then he uh, he throws a, a brick at the at the kiln and smashes it, releasing all the souls that are coming out like ghosts and uh, screaming. Yeah, and all the pottery even like flies out too and just like slams against the the back of the wall. And then their the their kiln with all their the their kiln house like burns down, and but the dad's still like kind of a little obsessed because he finds like a piece that still managed to survive in the wreckage. So then that's the end of that chapter. Is that ends with like, kind of like her dad's still a little bit weird. And then we cut to like a completely different thing, not related. Again, to again, the point like has already sailed a long time ago, where I would have left this fucking town. Like, <laughs> <laughs> when the souls of these dead people are coming out of these potteries, just, yeah, you like, gotta cut your losses. And uh, just get you out know, of it. not everyone has the funds to do that, buddy. <laughs> I would yeah. run to the especially woods if you're and a potter that no one's buying his creepy art. I get the argument why people don't, like, evacuate storms and stuff, but, like, if ghosts and zombies were yelling out of my kiln, I'd be and, like, you know what, a, I'll just And some girl was, like, consuming herself. Yeah, at that point, uh, you take your chances in the woods. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
So anyway, then uh, it cuts to uh, she starts explaining that in this town there are row houses, which are these really long, like almost single room houses made from like really old wood, and some of them are dilapidated, and they're spread all throughout town. Like they just built houses around them in order to. They're just like, whatever. And all the poor people end up living in there. And what I love about this is this comes up at the end of the book, these houses. Yeah. And it's like knowing it and reading it and being like, this is a good like way to see this concept yeah. in. Because she says like they're, they're everywhere throughout the Because they're town. like these old rundown houses that like don't have the same modern architecture. And like they're all like chipped away wood. And, and, and it's, like, it's like they're multifamily in different parts. So like you can hear people... Like these were real types of houses. Like, like mm-hmm. you know, this 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 was like peasant housing like a long time ago. And yeah. you basically this in this story get like this like Romeo and Juliet type thing where in this row house <laughs> there's two families who fucking hate each other. At one the, end of the, each like a single house at each. And end. the kids are in love, but the the parents and stuff will scream at the walls like you know uh, if he if that family had a fucking job they would you know wouldn't be <laughs> yeah. fucking parasites and yeah. then you hear through the other side of the wall like you bitch <laughs> like, yeah. yeah come say that to my face don't you speak about my son that way yeah so Kiri walks in on them like actually physically fighting because the uh, one of the, the other sons is like beating up the, the Romeo in the situation saying stay yeah. from my fucking sister you piece of shit then they go home and they start yelling through the walls you fucking assholes you fucking hit my son <laughs> and the kids like Romeo's like stop fighting like god damn it and you like, gotta Kiri's... keep an eye on that imbecile son of yours I advise you to tie up your daughter yep and then it, it's like Romeo's yelling he's like I can't stand it why can't you just let us be together and he like opens up the door and he's yelling for and her they and they beat him again yeah she opens up her yeah, door and it's like a big romantic scene like he runs up his door and, and, and Julia opens the door too and they start charging towards each other yeah. and the family stops them yeah the dads are pulling them both back being like stay away from them you're embarrassing yeah, and, us and Kyrie like is just like obsessed with this she's like I want it I want to fix this like I want to yeah. make them happy but she just like keeps coming back to watch I love too that she goes and the person she's talking to about this is Shuichi who's just like wearing black and huddled in a corner and like holding his head he just looks so sick and he says like oh, they're going to die they're infected by a spiral yeah. forget about them they're fucked that's it Kiri, this was over. another weird part for me where I'm like, she's like talking to him. His parents' souls just came out of her dad's kiln like yesterday. Like just, you know, just be like, have some, have some compassion. Here. Yeah, I've, I've had bad days, so we shouldn't be talking about my problems. Yeah, these two lovers can't be together. Yeah, these two other people. That's what I love about this guy because every time she goes and sees him, he's just so miserable. Yeah. And then she's just like really oblivious. Yeah. Because he keeps telling her, too. He's like, I want to leave this town. And he's like, I want to take you with me. Like, do you want to leave? And she stands up and she's like, incensed. She's like, what? No, forget it. I won't ask for your help anymore. And she goes back and they're both yelling. Like, the parents of Romeo and Juliet are yelling because they have both run off and they can't find where they are. And what has happened is they've ran to another abandoned row house. And they're just, like, resting side by side together. And then they see these snakes come out. And these snakes are coiled up together. And uh, the Juliet's like, oh, my God, look, they're fighting just like our parents. And Romeo's like, no, look, they're making love together. And then they like the snakes fall into the hole and yeah. <laughs> they slip into this hole. And then it just cuts to the two of them just like looking sad. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just like a little seated, like a little foreshadowing of, hey, guess what? So Kyrie goes and she finds them. But it's too late by then because the parents also like spot them. And like run ins, the dad just always he always just shut, runs in and punches Romeo. Yeah, and the dad comes in, he socks Romeo in the face, and then they they drag off the daughter again for like the third time. And Kyrie goes in, she's like, "Are you okay?" And he's laying down, like facing to the left, and then he turns around to see her, but he turns around right way, so his whole like spine twists around his body. And she's you know, like, I didn't notice this until the next panel. Like yeah, at first I well, skipped. She through. says, "I didn't notice it at first. Yeah. yeah. But he's like obviously like fucking spaghetti. Like it's just like it, it's uh, noodles actually. Noodles, yes. Japan. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. <laughs> uh, he's very he's very udon and like <laughs> udonification. <laughs> yeah, and she's like I didn't notice at the time, but uh, yeah. So so Kyrie's like, hey, I'm gonna try and help them a load. I told them to like come here and we'll like we'll get them. Uh, we'll take them to the train station. And Shuichi's like, eloping's a good idea. And then uh, they start running together, but the, the parents are after them. All four so, of them. Yeah, Romeo and Juliet come and join up, and they're, they're all running together. And then they make it down to the beach, but there's nowhere else to go. And the brother socks Romeo in the face again. <laughs> and then he's laying down on the ground, and he's like, 
uh, not this time, Juliet. Let's we'll be together forever. And he starts just spinning around his body over and over. And he's like, hurry. And she's like, you got it. And she starts spinning around his body. And they get really stretchy. They go up into the air. It's it's really hard to describe what this looks like. But if you've seen like, if you've seen in like fantasy stuff, like ele- what elementals look like, kind of when they swirl and they like yeah. have they have they have like the upper torso of a human being. But their 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 whole bottom is like this like twisting spiral. Yeah. The thing is, it it we're laughing as we describe it, but it does still have like an element of body horror to it. Yeah, it does. Yeah, especially if you're uncomfortable with this kind of stuff. I, I do wish it was a bit more subtle because they're both. It's more, it seems like something more, some some scenes out of this feel like a scene of a shonen. Like uh, the Romeo says, like I uh, use your power, and they both like. <laughs> this is the only one that does. I, that, I think though. that's. I think that's what takes away the horror element is that this is supposed to be like it's like part romantic, and I don't think it's one of those where they're really well like they counter each other really well because this is kind of just like weird how they're spiraling around. Like they reach out their hands and their hands spiral around. I mean, there is the good full page spread of their their whole yeah. entire bodies basically being like two. Uh, intertwined like ropes together or snakes yeah with with their their heads just sticking out and their eyes are white but then I, 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 when i say that i just mean like i think this would have been done better if like they were holding on to each other so much it started intertwining like uh, yeah yeah because like, yeah. this is like they knew this is gonna happen they're activating their powers now they're gonna snake <laughs> yeah. people this is the only one that did that i think but it was very weird. I, I will point out like two more instances where it feels like a show oh, oh there's uh, two more I, I definitely dumb stories okay, coming yeah, up i, I know you're yeah. talking about so they intertwine, and then uh, the dad goes to try, like, Juliet's dad tries to pull them apart, and he's like, they're like steel wire! And then they look down, like, condescendingly at them, and they're like, we're never going to be apart. That's right. We'll be together forever. And they just swim, or, like, undulate into the water, and that's <laughs> it. They They slither to sea. Yeah. And then yeah. you have to think again. How does she not want to leave this town? Yeah. <laughs> when well, she, she's like, can we please elope too? And she's like, no, I think this is okay. Maybe she saw this and she's like, how romantic. They, they, <laughs> they broke all their bone, bones and joints. To... At a certain point, I assumed she was just like, also just fucked up in the head from this town. Again. And she's just like, this stuff is okay to happen. Yeah, or like, it might be one of those things where she's like, I'd prefer not to live here, but this isn't enough to, to motivate them to leave. Later on, she becomes, like, when things become more dire, she's like, I want to stay and uh, help my family. He's like, I don't want to leave my family. Oh, but yeah, she's it's, really it's, loyal to her family, too. Is a big yeah, thing. so, like, but it has to come into play later, like, when they reveal, like, it's, it's not that easy to leave town mm-hmm. and, like, her loyalty to the family, because it's not mentioned at all. They don't explain at all why she wasn't, she doesn't explain to Suichi why she doesn't want to leave. He just says it, and she's like, you're dumb, and she goes away. <laughs> yeah. So the next story starts up, and it opens with a kid that had killed himself by trying to do acrobatics on a handrail at at school, and he had fallen off the roof, and he died, but he was smiling because people were paying attention to him. And it relates to the story because Kyrie has a friend that really wants a lot of people to pay attention to her, too. And, and Kyrie says, like, I don't, I, why do you want that? Like, I don't want people to pay attention to me at all. Like, I'd rather just run to the background. Yeah, and she goes to talk to Shuichi about this, and he's like, don't you see? This is Spirals too. It draws you in, it possesses you, and mesmerizes you to follow it to the center. Wanting attention is, is a spiral. Like, if you want attention, that means you're possessed by a spiral. Yeah. So Donald Trump is a spiral life. <laughs> spiral beat. <laughs> so then Kyrie starts combing her hair, and she starts noticing her own hair is turning into, like, it's curling up into Spirals yeah. too. And suddenly everyone starts staring at her she tries to turn it into a braid but then it breaks out it breaks the hairband and it just spirals up they go to a beauty she goes to a beauty salon to try and get it permed which i didn't realize this the beauty salon it's uh symbol is a spiral which is a very cute thing oh i didn't notice that yeah and then they try and cut her hair but then the hair attacks the hairdresser who's trying to cut her hair yeah and her hair is literally like medusa from humans just like spraying out every direction like (laughs) I mean, I think this chapter is called Medusa too. And, and whenever they, she tries to cut after that, or to go to the hospital, try to get uh, to try to get medical attention, uh, starts choking her. So she, it chokes she, her if she tries to do anything to it. So all she could do is just have her hair on display as it spirals and grows longer. Yeah, so it just shows her just like walking around with her hair shooting out in all directions and spiraling at the tips. She's just walking around school and, and in like class. In like so she's like basically her hair slave, and everyone gets actually like hypnotized by it. like. Her, her family's eyes are all spirals and looking at her the hair. the hair actually moves out to people and it starts like spinning around to hypnotize them and they're like, ooh. This is the dumbest part of this, this whole is, book, I think. I don't know. There's a story about a hurricane later that's really dumb. 
<laughs> I kind of like the hurricane story in a weird way. His idea. <laughs> anyway. I, I, I think this and the hurricane are both good ideas. I think it just goes a bit too goofy with the potential. It goes so goofy because what happens is that she's like, it, this, the hair is draining her of her life because it's like possessing her, basically. Eventually it becomes like twice her size. Yeah, and then one day she turns around and her classmate's standing there with her own giant black hair spirals and she has just this shit-eating grin on her face like, look at my hair. And and the classmate is like, see, now I have something worth looking at. Yeah. I won't lose to you. Yeah, and then <laughs> and they have a fucking hair... shonen spiral hair off. <laughs> their yeah, hair starts fighting each other by going yeah. schwa, schwa, <laughs> as they're presumably spinning around and like moving around and trying to show off. And then, uh, her friend starts getting, they start getting, like, um, exhausted by this. And her friend's like, I, I've had enough. And she uses her hair to start choking Kyrie, And then Kyrie's hair starts trying to fight back against her. And she's parrying the hair. Which is why it gets into, like, really shonen-y, like, this hair duel. Yeah. But thankfully, our hero Shuichi's here. And he pulls out scissors. And uh, <laughs> he tries to cut their hair. But then Kyrie's own hair grabs <laughs> Shuichi and wraps them up into, like, a little bun. And it almost looks like it's like, oh, no, are they going to finally killed Shuichi, but as uh, her friend marches off victoriously because now everyone's staring at her spiraling hair, and Kyrie has wrapped up Shuichi's, he starts cutting through it from the inside. Like it's a creature, like it's like a creature, and he's cutting through his stomach out of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then uh, he explains that the hair, like, she, she could barely pay attention because it was draining all of her energy in order to grow, and as her friend is walking through town with her hair and she's yelling, like, everybody, look, look at me. Like, she's slowly becoming kind of, like, skeletal and emaciated. Yeah. yeah. And so she goes over to, like, a uh, lamppost and she's like, I, I need more attention, but I'm really tired. And she starts collapsing and her hair, like, crawls up it and then just starts, like, making, like, tree branches that spiral yeah. off of it. it it's, a, it's like a power line, a power pole or whatever, power mm -hmm. line pole. Yeah, yeah. And it goes up and just starts going across the power lines, too. It's, like, this huge spread of spirals. Yep. Yeah, and then and she, she, she dies from this. And... Yeah, she drops dead and it shows, like, her skeletal face, and she just hangs yeah. there on the uh, power pole. And it ends with her hair remained on the telephone pole, displaying itself for several hours. Yeah. <laughs> the next story... Is Jack in the box. After, after like a really weird story and then like a really weird like we're losing like direction here. Now we get a pretty. <laughs> I really like this story about this kid. Yeah. That he, this kind of brings it back for me. Yeah, because you're starting to be like, what? Like, what is this becoming? But there's this kid that jumps out and likes to scare Kyrie, and it's because he likes her. You know, it's the little dumb kid thing where he he's mean to her in order to get her attention and to get her yeah. to like him. And he's, like, popping out all the time. We should mention that her hair is now short, and it stays short for the rest of the the series, which is nice, again, continuity between everything. And, but, and this kid's called Jack, uh, Jack, so they call him Jack in the Box as the title. Mm -hmm. And uh, what I like about this is it doesn't really have a, a, a whole lot to do with the spiral stuff. Like, it does, like, uh, at the end, the, uh, yeah. the, the reveal. But it feels like uh, uh, like a Tales from the Crypt story yep. yeah. uh, inserted into, into this because it's all, all about, like, this one character's uh, defining trait coming back uh, later on when, become, when things get spooky. Oh, this is actually one of my favorite moments for Kyrie. Because he, like, keeps annoying her, and he, like, sends her a present, and she's like, I don't want this. Mm -hmm. And then he's just like, come on, I I'm putting in so much time to, like, to try to be with you. The least you could do is, like, opening my present. And she's like, to be honest, I'm getting really irritated. The more you pester me, the less I like you. And I didn't expect her, who's so far been pretty much just, like, an observer, to mm -hmm. actually be like, no, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she, but she does it in a pretty polite way, where it's like, this kid yeah. is pretty annoying. Like, yeah, he's all he does is fucking scare. He doesn't like he doesn't have conversations with her or he jumps or, out of garbage and he jumps and scares them in the cemetery and they're like, that's fucked up. Like Yeah. <laughs> Which we should notice, like, we get some more delicious lore that they've stopped cremating people yeah. because they're like, Okay, this is too weird that it keeps creating smoke in the sky. So they've started burying people now instead. Yeah. So Which is the point. This kid keeps jumping out, and he's like, he gives her the box, like Ryan said. It's like, open it, and she's like, I really don't want this, though. And he gets the dumb idea where he's like, I saw something like this on TV. I'm I'm going to run into the street and try and stop a car with my love. And so he runs into the street, and he does not stop that car. No, that car, he very much does that not. That car runs over him, and he gets caught in the wheel well 
with the tire. Oh it, it is such it, a terrible. And it is one of the most brutal panels in this entire. Book. This this is why I was like I really like when he draws the grotesque stuff because you see it and you're like Jesus of like just his head and his arm just caught in this wheel and he's all bloody while and his dead. leg sticks out under the chassis of the car it's yeah. like the worst thing because it's so grotesque that you'd be like this could actually be a yeah and then you turn yeah. the page and it's just like let's just zoom in on that a little bit <laughs> so uh Kyrie opens the box that after his he's funeral. feeling bad about after he died yeah after his funeral and they buried him in the ground she opens the box and inside the box is just a jack on the box because they call them jack in the box so you're like ah just a little, a little spook, like you could see it coming out, like in a show or something. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> Kyrie starts hearing it talk at night, and the Jack in the Box is saying he died for you, didn't he? And now he'll come back for you. So she calls Shuichi, and she's like, "Okay, listen, I accept this town is pretty crazy with the spirals and stuff. So how about we go dig him up and make sure that he's still in the box and he's dead?" <laughs> and Shuichi's like, "We should stick him in the heart." And he takes a stake with him, <laughs> and she's like. He's not a vampire, and he's like, oh, everything else in this town is is you, you accept, but yeah. you can't have vampires. You told me a, a toy clown, <laughs> yeah. a toy clown told you to go dig up this body, but nope, you can't be a yeah. vampire. But no, I'm an idiot. <laughs> so I love this idea that she won't go like leave the town, but she, she will dig up this boy's corpse and stake him in the heart with her boyfriend. So they dig him up, and there's his coffin, and they uh, Shuichi starts trying to pry the nails open. They they notice it smells, so there's definitely a corpse in there. And then, like, there's a front door or a little window on the. I, I, I guess I guess coffins in Japan have windows. I like, like that's weird. <laughs> and it opens, and they're like, "Oh man, it, it really reeks in there." And then his head just like pops out, and he's he started to decay. He has like all these uh, sewn marks on his face from the scars. It's so gross. He's bubbling at the mouth and stuff. And it's they like, say, and noises. yeah, and they say earlier at his funeral that like they had to take a blowtorch to get him out from under the car. Oh, and, like, yeah, that's a good He detail. was all mangled, so they have to, like, they sewed him back up for the funeral. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then he his whole body just, like, springs out of this coffin, and he stands up, and they start running away, and he starts springing after, after them. After yeah, them, yeah, like, jumping yeah. after them, like one of the hopping vampires. And as he does so, his intestines are falling <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, this is pretty gross. As this his stomach a... just bursts open, and his intestines drop to the ground, but he keeps jumping, and it shows, like, his leg fall off because he's literally decaying as he's moving. And then it shows, like, as more of him falls apart, out of his, like, as soon as his uh, waist falls off, it shows that there's basically a spring in his body. Like, he is yes. jack-in-the-box. The, the, the yeah. spring from the uh, the car, uh, like, the, the like yeah, it's the suspension. suspension. Like that. Yeah. yeah, which is... <laughs> why I really like is at first, Shuichi says that his spine coiled into the spiral. I was like, oh, that's interesting. But I like it better that it was the way that he died is what gave him kind of, like, this power to, to spring after her. But as he, as he jumps at Kyrie, he falls apart because he's dying, and then that's just it. And it, it's, it's really gross. It's really yeah. fucking gross. Yep. And then we get another great story <laughs> where it's always raining. Like, whenever oh it rains my God. outside, <laughs> whenever it rains outside, there's this kid that shows up to class. And he's like, he's he, a he fat only kid. shows up when it rains. Yep, he's a yeah. fat kid with big lips. And he's got like this kind of like doofy smile <laughs> on his face. Yeah, he's yeah. like, hi guys and they're like and he doesn't have he doesn't have an umbrella so he like comes in just drenched yeah, yeah and then there's this nerd with buck teeth that basically keeps laughing and making jokes where he's like he's the ultimate slow poke it takes him 10 times longer than anyone to get anywhere and everyone's what? laughing at him and well then, he did uh, that was he's the geek but he's kind of like the bully of this class like he keeps bullying he calls him a glacial turd <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see him sucking at Jim and just having this, like, sweaty look on his face. It's so <laughs> weird. And then, so after the gym class, they're like, you fucking lost the game for us. Well, the bully take, is. Yeah, the, the bully. Like and mm-hmm. so they, they take off all his clothes, and they start dragging him around naked on the floor. Yeah, and looks, they're just, like, laughing at him. It's the classic, like, super, like, overly rude bully. And he's stuff. so sweaty and wet, even though it's not raining outside. <laughs> like, they're inside now. Yeah, but yeah. they notice when they drag him out naked on the floor, like Kyrie sees in the hallway, he has a spiral pattern on his back. And you're like, ooh, it's an ominous and, spiral. And he crawls away on the floor naked, leaving yep. this, like, wet trail behind him. Yep, and you're like, oh, that sounds like a snail. And guess what? He comes in the next day, and there's a bunched-up spiral pattern on his back. And he's even wetter and sweatier. <laughs> and he tries, like, sitting down, and he's like, it looks like I've swollen up. And... 
Like the it, teacher's like, what the fuck? <laughs> his back is so huge. He comes in like a day later, and his back's even bigger. Like it's a noticeable like hunchback type of thing. Yeah. Yep. And then finally Ugh. he comes in and he's crawling on the floor, basically naked. With his back is now like is a shell. He's a snail with like a human front, basically like a it's centaur snail. Fucked up, y'all. <laughs> yeah. And he goes to sit in his desk too. Like he has legs, kind of still. So, and yeah. his, like they show his ass again. I, I, you like, might like this might sound silly, like oh, this guy's turned to a snail, but it's like it is a snail. I'll never look at snails the same way. Like, <laughs> how did you look at snails before? <laughs> They're, I thought they were kind of cute always. Like, this is that's why it's interesting because it's I can imagine like. Uh, Ito, like, looking at, like, a snail. And, like, if you think about it, a snail is a pretty, like, alien kind of life form. Like, yeah. Like, uh, it has, like, it's, like, this weird texture. It's, like, uh, slimy. Mm-hmm. has a shell. It's, 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 but you never think about it. And he took that element and applied it to, like, what if a person turned into this weird, uh, strange creature. Yep. So the kid crawls into class and he sits down. And then they, they notice that it's, like, because this keeps happening, like, every day. It keeps transforming. And finally, on the next day... There is a giant snail on the side of their, like, building, and it has just his face. And but this then... is the part, this is the fucking part, though, because they see him yes, up on the yes. wall, <laughs> and it's, his eyes get bulbous, and then they stretch out. Yeah, yeah like antennas, oh. like a snail's antennas, <laughs> which is, like, that's that's the kind of detail you want in, like, a really affected body And horror. at this point now, Kyrie is saying, she's pointing up, she goes, he's cursed, he's cursed by the spiral. So she mm-hmm. believes it now. Yeah, and they're like, well, let's call. They're like, let's call his parents, and then the parents show up, and they're like, that's a snail, that's not our son. It's like <laughs> yeah. it's like this Kafka esque thing where like they're it like, <laughs> it is like he's he's so much a snail now that no one recognizes him anymore. So yeah. they're just like, ew, let's get this fucking snail out of here. And the parents are like, they they leave. They're like, this is a joke. Yeah. Like, so they use a brush son. and they they ply him off of the side of the building, and he drops down into a mat, and then they just keep him kind of like in a cage near the school where he's they just feed him lettuce grass. and stuff. Yeah, it's like and, a pet, like a and then pet. the bully he's like poking his face and his eyes and because he's because he's like, like he's not human so i can do this now and then it, it does like a nice another nice foreshadowing that we get to see slowly as the bully's like drinking a lot of water and they're like hey man like his friends are like you sure are drinking a lot of water he's like what aren't you guys thirsty and then the next day he's like hey guys wait up as he's slowly walking to class Why are you guys running so fast like come on guys slow down a bit yep and then it eventually the bully like days go by and he appears on the side of the building as a snail. Except what I like hate about it and what hate is in like love about this is whereas the other kid like kind of turned mostly into a snail. This guy still has like his hair, his gross unibrow, his teeth as he's crawling up the side of the building. It's really grotesque to oh, see like more God. of a human face snail. There. Yeah. And then they the, the the school just puts him in the same cage, and yeah. they're like they're like, look, they were bull- He was a bully before, but now they're getting along, and they're and like, they start having sex. Yeah, they're like, what the hell? And they're, <laughs> they're like, like oh. they're both men. And then he's like, no, snails are hermaphrodites, so they're just like fucking and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it just adds on to this more like, oh god, like what a nightmare life that would be. Yeah, to you turn to a fucking snail and start fucking like your bully. Yeah, and then they <laughs> both escape, and then they lay eggs in the ground that they buried. The oh my god, I forgot about this. And the teacher's <laughs> like, we have to destroy these eggs. These are, they're no longer human. Yeah. Abominations. So he, sm- he smashes all their eggs, and then the very end of the story <laughs> is the teacher crawling into class as an eggy snail? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, this is like a Wow. He's like a snail, but like has like egg pattern on him. Oh god damn it, yeah. guys! And then it ends, yeah. and she's still like, "Well, that's life here." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, so that story ends, and you're like, "Jesus!" Like for me, that's one of the greatest signs of like get out because now it's people literally from the school that are turning into snails and getting affected. I mean, one human snail is whatever. Two human snails, shame on me. But three human snails won't, won't turn into a snail again. Yeah. So you know we're gonna just leave. Uh, we're gonna stay in this town. But what about this lighthouse that uh, just all of a sudden one night starts having a glow come out of it and swirling and it, like a it's, tornado? Yeah, it's like a swirling glow that when people like they stand by and they see it and it, like it really blinds them. But what ends up happening is like. When they stare at it long enough, they start walking in circles around town. They're like, no, like, I'm definitely, like, I'm going home when Kyrie like, sees one of the old ladies. Yeah. And she's like, but it's taking longer than usual. And she's just walking in a circle. Yeah, everyone gets hit by this light, so it's just walking in circles. Like, it's, it gets mesmerized by it. 
and she gets like paler and sweatier. The people are like, I, "Oh my god, I can't walk straight. I'm I'm going crazy." And then some kids, including Kyrie's whatever her name is, little her brother. brother. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, I think it's called Kyrie. I think it's definitely uh, Kyrie, but yeah. I, I don't want to like shame uh, shame Baka Gaijin Daryl. Yeah, we, no, I want to I want to stay consistent. So yeah. Kyrie's <laughs> little brother is. I was just uh, going off of like Kingdom Hearts. I know. I'm like, it's definitely not Kyrie. I know how Kyrie. It's not. It's not Kyrie. It's fine. Um. So her little brother's with going with her friends into the lighthouse to go like yeah check it out, they want to see what's at the top because they they think it's cute because the lights are almost like laser beams from a robot spinning around and they're like such like twelve year old boys where they're like in bathing suits like playing on rocks and like let's go up in the lighthouse it's awesome and mm-hmm. in a lot of American uh, horror stories children never die. This story has does not have the same protection. For, for yeah, kids. which which was like the most surprising thing for me when uh, rereading it. I was like, wow, he goes for it. Did we skip that that they did send a crew up in the lighthouse to disappear? Oh, oh, yeah. yeah so yeah, they yeah, sent a crew up, but no one came back. So that's why like Kyrie knows to make sure that no one goes up here. So she sees her brother and his friends run in. So she starts climbing it up, and as she's climbing, she feels like it's going on like forever. It's like a spiral staircase that goes up forever, yep. and the walls <laughs> become spirally. Yep, and they it's eerie patterns that start to, like, glow in the dark and stuff. And she's yeah. like, the lighthouse has become part of the spiral. And as she goes up, she starts smelling burning. And eventually she comes upon a full-page spread of the people that went up into the lighthouse, and it's just their charred corpses sitting on, like, the stairs. And she goes up further than that, and um, she finds some boys just, like, sitting, because they're, they're way too afraid to go up to the top to see what's up there. And she tells them to go home, and then she goes up, and she sees the, um, so the lens that was up there was a Fresno lens, which has a bunch of circular patterns, but this thing has turned into a giant melting spiral, is the easiest way to, like, put it. Yeah. I I, I really like this image, but I found it really funny that they explained that it was a specific type of lens that had concentric circles (laughs) that melted to a spiral, because I was like, at this point, you could just tell me it's a spiral, and, like, that's fine. (laughs) Like, you don't have to explain why. A lot of this is about, like, the crescent scar on the girl's head. It's about turning circles into spirals. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So this thing seems, like, pretty crazy, and all the, the melty parts of it are all, like, it's the all the glass and the lens that melted from the heat. And she realizes as the sun's going down that if the glass had melted and it like pooled onto like uh, a, a solid uh, substance on the floor, that it's going to eject a whole bunch of heat when the light comes on. So she tries and, to get the boys out. She's like, you guys need to run down. They start running down the stairs. She also knows you can tell that's probably why the other guys got burned to death. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And eventually as they're running... One of the kids that's not her brother trips, and she goes to reach for him. And this kid, just a fireball, shoots down the stairs, and Ito just draws his kid getting immolated. And that concludes the first half of Uzumaki. Uh, it's gonna get crazier. <laughs> Man. That was the less uh, crazy part. Yes, yeah. certainly. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I know we don't usually do two two-parters in a row, but too bad. Scrubs, mm-hmm. you're gonna have too to deal bad? with it. Yes, too bad. <laughs> so next episode, we will pick it up from here with chapter what ten? Yeah, 10, chapter yeah. ten of Uzumaki. And if you, it, this is, and you could like the whole thing is in one big volume that's like not expensive at all. I got it for like twenty dollars on Amazon. I really recommend you read it before then if you like this first half because it is, oh, it is excellent. But in the meantime. You should check out our bonus episodes. We have a new Patreon backer that specifically asked us to thank the King of Kings himself, Josiano. Oh, thank you, Joe. Joe. So thank you so much, Wait, Joe. Wait, I'm Joe. You're new, Joe. You're new. Fifty-two. Oh, Earth two. Earth two. Joe. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Wait, who am I? I'm I'm Joe too. You're Bizarro Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Bizarro. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> Please end, put me out of my misery. Yeah, so <laughs> also check out the rest of the shows, the Flying Machine Network, flyingmachine.network. They all have good Patreon bonus episodes. I especially like the Potstirer podcast episodes that are on the Patreon because Jay goes into even more detail than on our usual episodes, which are very detailed and well-researched. So last month, for example, Jay went into more detail about the Baker case where it went all the way up to the Supreme Court. And even though it aired on the, it didn't really air on the side of the Baker, though a lot of people thought they did about whether the Baker is allowed to not bake cakes for certain people on religious grounds. So Jay goes into a lot more of the legal precedent that that sets or doesn't set. And it breaks down something that I didn't really understand 
fully until the episode. So you should That's check. That's cool. Yeah, you should check that out on the Patreon, patreoncom machine. And thank you again, Joe. You're the best. Thank you, Joe. And we will be back in two weeks for the next half of Uzumaki. Oh, and also, I mention it every once in a while, but the newish, the one of the newish episodes of We'll Get It Right Next Year. I think it's the most recent one. A bunch of listeners sent in fan fiction about me and Michael, and it is it is a wild ride. So I recommend everybody listen to that if you haven't listened to my other show before, because it is very silly and very funny. So, yeah, check that out. Uh, just search We'll Get It Right Next Year on iTunes or Stitcher or whatever. So, next time on Divisive Issues, mosquitoes, more snails, and hurricanes. <laughs> Stay tuned. And and a big-ass spiral. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. I've been turning to a snail. I can't eat miso soup without spiral fish cakes. I've been entwining like a snake with sly. And I've been a spiral artist. Thank God, Nudie. I give you the incredible flying machine. <laughs>